0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of More Than Beauty with Daniel Mason-Jones. I've taken a couple of weeks off because I needed to hit the reset button and come back stronger and better than ever. And here's what I want to let you know. When I decided to come back yesterday, in my mind, I kept thinking of what topic would I talk about? What topic would I talk about? How could I help you and serve you bigger and better? And this topic kept slapping me across the face. And uh, as I was thinking about this topic, there was one person And all of the people that I know across the world, there was one person, and I was like, if I can only get him on this podcast, I know this will be worth the wait. So today I'm bringing you a colleague of mine, a friend of mine, someone that inspires, he he encourages, he leads with true wisdom and light across the world. So I'm welcoming my friend today, Carlo Novoa. Welcome, Carlo.
1: Wow, Daniel Mason Jones. Thank you so much, Daniel, for that introduction. And you know what I love about this topic? And I love that you actually example that so well, right? Because you taking those couple of weeks off, like you said, to hit the reset button is so that you could come back fully standing in your power. So what an amazing message already, right? To just for you to share with all of us to say, sometimes even though it's expected of us to show up on a daily basis, a weekly basis, depending on what your commitments are, But to be able to say, you know what, it's okay for me to to reset so that when I come back, I'm fully standing in my power. So I just wanted to highlight that because I just I don't know if you had that plan, but I loved how it was just so perfect that this is about standing in your power. And it has to start with you, with each one of us hitting our own reset.
0: We do. We do. And so I'm excited. And and I had written this down in my phone. I keep notes in my phone of topics that I want to speak about. And I had written down there was a class that I was doing and this, this just came into my mind. It was stand in your power. And so today I wanted to bring you because you're somebody that does stand in your power. Not mm-hmm. only do you stand in your power, you help other people do that. So, you know, as we're going through life, we've been through a lot in the past year and a half, obviously. And I think it's so important now, and maybe it's even more important now than ever, that we do stand in our power. So to you, Carlo, what does power mean to you? Wow.
1: Power to me fully means having complete power. Um, ownership of your authentic life. And what I mean by authentic, um, see, I think that has to do with the conversation of stagnant, your power world. We don't realize so many of us unconsciously and some of us consciously are actually living somebody else's life or I'm living my life through somebody else's life. And so we wonder why we become stagnant. We wonder why we become complacent. We wonder why you fill in the blank, right? is because I'm not fully living my truest authentic life. If I know what that is and I show up from that place of standing in my power regardless. Now, listen, Daniel, for me, you know, um, I always share with people, climb your hardest mountain first because, and I'll tell you what I mean by that, and then that mountain will set the bar for the rest of your relationship, whether they be work, uh, intimate, friendship, whatever it is, right? And for me, what I mean by that in my particular case, is my most challenging mountain to climb was the relationship with my mother and I. That that was a that was a, a challenging mountain, and right. at times still reminds me that oh I've oh look I've come up this high and, and the view is much nicer from here. Now it's time to go up. Well, listen that up that hike up. Is going to cost you a little bit. It's going to strain you a little bit. It's going to fatigue you a little bit. It's not an easy rise to go up a little bit higher. So that's right. what's key. But the reason I do that is because I say to myself now, if my own mother who birthed me, I could hold accountable to honoring my authentic life, no one else gets a green uh, a free pass. Not one other person. Right. Not when I hold my own mother accountable to that, you know? I love then it can authentically be truly myself, then that has to be true now, then with every other relationship that I'm in.
0: That's, that in itself is powerful. And, and I love what you said. You want to tackle the highest mountain first, because if you can tackle that, then you, you can handle anything behind that. So this is amazing. You know, as I'm coaching people all the time, people are, I can't do this. I can't, I can't generate this income. I can't get this clientele because of where I live. Um, whatever it might be or i can't I can't land this perfect relationship because I'm not the right weight or we all have the this fear that is inside of us and I, I love what you brought into this conversation a lot of this is based on other people's stories other people's filters other people's lies and and on our lives and so this is this is good I hope anybody that's listening to this right now, pulls over on the side of the road, hops off of your treadmill or your Peloton and grabs some <laughs> paper and pen and takes notes.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, definitely, Daniel, because I think this is a conversation, um, to your point, that I know that I'm having, that I know that other people are having, because you know, uh, 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 Bishop T.D. Jakes called what we all went through, a world disruption, right? Yes. And and what I love about when you call it a world disruption is that for the first time in our history, meaning that for us living now, right? This was affecting all of us. No one was looking at the TV going, oh my God, look at them over there mm-hmm. and how they're having to wait in lines to go into a store. And then, oh my God, and now look, they're going into a store and there's hardly nothing on the aisles. We were now those people waiting yes. in lines. And you know what I'm saying? So this affected all of us. All of us, and you know, for some of us who were blessed, who are blessed, um, to to have the experiences that we have to find ourselves on the other side of this, whatever that looks like. So please know that when I'm saying blessed, I don't mean like, oh, you're still rich or that none of that, and all of that. We're whatever,
0: healthy what, and alive.
1: Exactly, right? But that you are here that 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 you woke up this morning that you're above ground versus six feet underground, right? Yes. Because now I've got potential. now I've got possibility, if I at least acknowledge, well, you know what, here I am I'm not six feet under. I'm right here. now, what now, where do I go, right? And so for me, what I find is that we are living with borrowed belief systems. Mm. It's, you know, I think about like, You know, especially if, you know, uh, with the uh, uh, range of of amazing uh, audience that you have, I know there's gonna be some young ones that are like, libraries, but yes, there was a thing called the library, you know, where you rented out a book and they would stamp the book, right? There was a little card in the front that would stamp it because they would say, listen, based on who you are and the book you're renting, by this date, you should have read that book. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's what that date was for, right? And you came back to the library. You were like, you know what? I'm almost done with it. They were like, okay, we're going to give you a little bit more. Right. Well, some of us, what we're doing is we're keeping these expired books, Mm these expired belief systems that don't work for you anymore. And they don't work for you because they were never your story to tell. It was your story to witness, maybe. It was your story to read, maybe. But it wasn't yours to tell. Right? It, it was you to be able to get what you get from it and then move forward with your own authentic story. And so, so many of us are walking around with borrowed belief systems. So no wonder we go through a world disruption and I'm back to my stagnant self and I'm yeah. back to my complacent self. Right?
0: That's true. And that also promotes uh, so much anxiety and stress, unnecessary stress. And yesterday we were doing a webinar and we were talking about the month that we're in and celebrating pride and just being proud of who you are. And I was like, you know, when I was prompted the question, what does pride mean to me? I was like pride and being proud. Everybody should be proud of who you are, no matter whom you are, unless you're a bad person or unless you're not bringing joy to other people's lives because we're all here to lead and, and walk through love. So I love what you're bringing home here and standing in your power. You know, when we start to put other people's beliefs on us, their values on us, and it doesn't align with who we are as an individual, we can't stand in power. And, you know, we're, we're notorious here in the United States about not building boundaries around ourselves and letting people just come on top of us all the time, um, physically, mentally, spiritually and it, it really just takes us down, so uh, absolutely.
1: Yes, you know what I love about that? I, I, got, I've, I got one for you with boundaries. I say this about boundaries. Boundaries is a place where I can honor and love you and me simultaneously, mm. right?
0: That is so if it, good.
1: If it's not happening simultaneously, if one of it is off, there's a boundary right there that's not being set or being met, right? But if I simultaneously can love and honor you as I simultaneously love and honor me, yes. now we're clear about the boundaries we have. And that's in all relationships, right? Whether it's a work relationship, whether it's intimate, whether it's friends, it's to be able to say, this is what honoring who we are is about. It's about being understanding that my honoring you yes. should not take away from me in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's no longer honoring. That's no, that's, then, then now we're talking about a whole different thing.
0: You know,
1: no. I love that you brought up the whole uh, boundaries.
0: And and I have to say, I, I know you had something written down. I would love so much for you to share that because there was there was power. And uh, this is a, a tweetable moment right here because this was so powerful what you had written.
1: I, I love that. Thank you. Again, what I love about the timing of this conversation is that these were the thoughts to your point. Uh, your your uh, yeah, of earlier when you were saying how you write notes on your phone. So these thoughts come up in my head. Right. And this is what I wrote that I shared with you before we started. It said, healing yourself could be dangerous to those who benefit from your brokenness. Mm. What?
0: Healing yourself
1: could be dangerous to those who benefit from your brokenness. What's interesting about that, Daniel, is that when we are not standing in our own power, we will not realize the manipulation, the tactics that people will use. So that we continue to remain broken so that our brokenness could benefit them. But right. to us, because of the fact that we're living on borrowed belief system, it looks like love. It looks like you need me. It looks, you see what I'm saying? It starts to look like, oh, that reminds me of a relationship I saw with mom and dad, aunt and uncle, grandma, and grandpa, my older sister and her boy, whatever our stories may be. Do you know what I mean? And all of a sudden we go, oh, so I recognize that. So this individual here who is meeting me less than an equal right? right to me it looks familiar and i go oh i got this i remember this yeah that's the guess for me let's go i'm ready i don't i'm not into being honored anyway you know
0: exactly <laughs> right and there creeps in codependency and all of the other things that can happen in the world
1: that's right that's absolutely correct that's I,
0: absolutely correct. so you know what would you say i'm i'm curious because you do have so much wisdom um, what would you say to the 20-year-old Carlo today?
1: Oh, my God. I, wow. That is, that is so crazy. Like, instantly, I got, as my uh, Jewish brothers and sisters say, I got the klempt, right? Because, you know, because I thought about that. Do you know what I mean? Because I thought about that. Because that 20-year-old um, was still so incredibly insecure, was still holding on to the belief systems that other people had placed or that I had borrowed. And what I wanna just say really quickly, when I talk about borrowed, what I wanna make sure is that we we understand that the the listener understands that it's subconscious. We're not literally consciously borrowing it. We just are taking it because we're seeing it as we're growing up, right? So for me, you know, the belief systems that I have. So now the 50 year old, and I'm so blessed to say that. And so grateful and thankful would look to my 20 year old and say, let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. It doesn't honor you. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to waste so much time holding on to belief systems that didn't honor you, that didn't uplift you, sustain you, and maintain you, right? You're going to make it. You're going to continue. You're going to persevere, but you could get there sooner if you let go now. I agree with that. Let go.
0: And and when you have that moment of clarity, and I wish we could all go into our younger selves and have these conversations with the confidence that comes along the way or the wisdom that we obviously uh, gain over the years. This is all important. I wish that we could understand once you stand in that power, once you feel who you are and understand that the majority of the people around, they're feeling the same way that you feel right they are living through other people's lenses and filters and views yes and so if we really dissected and reached across the aisle and had conversations with people powerful conversations authentic conversations yes there would be so many walls that would crumble down because we'd be like you feel that way too
1: that's right that's right that's right you know it, it it would it would literally amaze us if we realized that we're much more alike than we are not right uh, the Dalai Lama says in a book called Ethics for the New Millennium, he says that the one thing that we all as human beings, right, as human beings have in common, right, that we for sure will have in common regardless of background, of culture, of lineage, of ethnicity, all of that is that one, we're trying to avoid um, uh, uh, unhappiness. We're trying to avoid misery and we want the best for our loved ones. Mm-hmm. Like every human being on this planet, is trying to avoid sorrow and wants the best for his or her loved ones. That's what already, without me knowing you, without me knowing if I speak the same language, without me knowing your sexual preference, without me knowing what, my, how much money you have in your bank, what we know will connect us is the fact that you, like me, are trying to avoid sorrow and want the best for your loved ones. So now that gives us a place to start, to go, oh, let's start from what we do have in common instead of focusing on what we think we don't. Mm. you know
0: do you remember the day that you the first time that you're conscious that you stood in your power
1: oh my god I just spoke about this a couple of days ago so um I remember oh this is I'm gonna try to get through with this without getting a little emotional but I just talked about this it's so amazing so um I started going here in Los Angeles to this uh uh it was called it's Called Agape International Center. Uh, Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith, who we all know from The Secret and Oprah and Super Soul Sunday, he's actually the founder in that from the spiritual center. And, anyways, so I didn't know about it. Believe it or not, I, I didn't know about it. I lived here in LA, but yet clients and friends would say, "Have you heard of this place called Agape?" And I was like, "No." They go, "That's so weird because it's kind of like the stuff you talk about. It's kind of like what you say and blah blah blah." Anyways. So then here comes Oprah. I love the way that the universe, life, God, whatever you're comfortable with calling it.
0: Exactly. First of
1: all, what I know for sure is that it's always working on our behalf and never against us. It's always conspiring. It's setting up the pieces. We just have to say yes to it. I think we were talking about this earlier, that life, again, God, the universe says, listen, I don't need your help being life. I've been doing this for millennia. I just need you to say yes, to show up authentically in your power, like you say, and to say yes. So anyways, so uh, I'm watching Oprah, and Oprah, uh, when obviously her show was on, uh, she changed uh, her whole concept um, to change your life television. And on Tuesdays, Iyanla Sant started to come on her show, and Iyanla Sant would take over. I switched my lunch on Tuesdays to three o'clock in the afternoon so that I could watch Iyanla Vansant, and I would sit there in my little TV that I brought in, in into the workroom with notes like this, right? So... Fast forward, a friend of mine says, hey, you know that lady, Yana Van Sant, you like from Oprah, she's going to be at this spiritual conference that this place called Agape um, sponsors by the LAX airport. And I was like, what? She's like, yes, it's a three weekend, but three day. I was like, I'm booked, but is it possible that I could see the one speaker? She said, yes. Um, we, I go to this place to see her speak. And that evening I'm around thousands of people. And I was like, where do these people go? Where do they hang out? Is there a place that they meet? Like a, a, a church, a, a mosque, a, a temple, a synagogue. I don't care because right. what I was seeing in them wasn't superficial. Believe it or not, it was like an inward light. Daniel, not to blow air up your pants, but it's what people see when they see you. It's, it's the authenticity that is so who you are that have you not said a word they already know just by your, the vibration that you give. That's what I was feeling from these people. So I go up to the front desk and I or the death information, and I was like, Um, where do you guys hang out? You know, and they were like, Oh, well, there's a place here called the Gape, blah blah blah, There's that, in the other on Sunday services at this time and that time, blah, blah, blah. All right. So I go the following Sunday, and I have to tell you, Daniel Mason Jones, I'm walking in for meditation. They close the doors of the sanctuary, but it's not closed, they just close it so that you're not interrupting meditation. So, of course, immediately my chatter was like, Oh my god. I can't even show up on time for something like this, blah, 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 blah. As I'm about to open the door to the sanctuary, something tells me to look behind me. I look behind me and I have to tell you, Daniel, I see my younger self standing right there. And I literally can see him and he's, and I go, and I look at him and I beckon to him like to come. And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, I was only only meant to get you to here. From this moment forward, There will be a new you that will emerge. That will lead you to the next phase.
0: I have cold chills right now.
1: (laughs) I I swear to you on everything that means anything to me, that that's exactly how it happened. And I realized in that moment, and why is that a moment of power? Is because all of a sudden, all the things that didn't make sense, all of the things that I thought, why did I have to go through that? And I wish I didn't. And if I could do it again, all of that now made sense. And it was like, oh, it was to get me to hear. That's it. And now from here, we evolve. Now what's next? What's the new phase? What's the new learn? What's, where do I go from here? And now that is the first time <clears throat> that I can honestly say that I stood in my power, that I knew what it meant to stand in your power.
0: And did it feel so amazing and freeing? It,
1: it did because it felt freeing. You know, I, I, I remember walking into the sanctuary and out of all Sundays that I go, it happens to be Choir Sunday. And the, the Agape, Agape International Choir is literally world renowned. Like, I'm like, no kidding, like no BS, like they're world renowned. And they have Choir Sunday once a, once, once a month. I thought it was like this. I go in and, and then when they're opening the doors up to meditation, the choir begins to sing and I am bawling, like I am just in tears. And I look at the sea of people, of all races and colors and orientations and some were dressed in suits and beautiful, fancy dresses. Some are like barefoot and jeans and t-shirts and some are like in Hindu clothing and some are like, look like hippies. And I'm going, oh my God, if there's like a heaven, it looks like this because yeah. it's inclusive and it's loving and it's, and people are just amazing. And I just was bawling because that, that prior experience of standing at my power was so freeing that this now is almost like my, like my, 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 my meeting party. Like this where the people are like, welcome. Yes. And this is where about you're about to walk into this. It was like amazing. It, it just, all of it felt really great. Yes.
0: That's so powerful. And, and I, I won't spend time on this, but I can tell you that I had a similar experience in a much smaller setting here in Atlanta. I was invited to a place and uh, it, it felt much like that. And mm. it was familiar. The, the choir sounds were familiar to what I had known in my previous life. Yes. But the love was something I had never felt before. Mm. And uh, it, it was a place that was truly light, where in the past there was beautiful music and darkness. So yes. I love that you're, you're saying this because it's, it's making you're really bringing me home with this also.
1: Thank you. And, and you know what I love about you sharing that, Daniel, is to remind all of us, myself, you, the listeners, that those moments of standing in your power and that greatness that it feels don't have to be that grand always. No. You can have small moments of that throughout your day, throughout yeah. your week throughout your month. So I don't want anyone to hear you and I and go, oh, so I'll have to wait till it feels that way or till it's this ginormous production. No, that was one moment. Now, because of that, I've had those moments of standing in my power, to your point, right before I'm about to do a program, right before I'm about to talk to a group of people, when that chatter comes up and says, ah, this is a bigger crowd than the last crowd. I don't know if you're going to be good enough for this. And I go, thank you for, for showing up. I'm moving forward anyways. I go, whoa, look at me standing in my power. There was a time where that conversation would have bound me, you know? So standing in your power or before getting on a Zoom program, now that things are moving digital and going, I got this. Even though as facilitators, you know, we're taught to read body language, facial expressions, so that we could like do a state change. And here through Zoom, we're like, what are they doing with their feet? I can't even tell. You know what I mean? It's like, are they bored? So you have to be able to, in those moments, find that power to stand on so that you could push through.
0: I love that. And, you know, I know you and I have gone through some of the same trainings and facilitation and being yes. able to command the room and read the energy and feel the yes. power of the room. But also, I I do believe that we might have been given a little bit of a birthright gift also. I so- agree. I agree.
1: <laughs> no, I, I I absolutely agree. And, and, you know, not from any place of ego or anything like that. But, you know, it's really interesting. I always thought, Daniel, um, since I can remember, uh, I think fifth and sixth grade is when I, I was like, yeah, for real. Like, I actually thought I was going to be either a second grade or a third grade teacher. Like, that's literally what I like. I, for real. Like, I was like, I'm going to teach. I just know that. There, to your point, there was something in me that um, really enjoyed not from a place of ego, but seeing somebody else's light come on. Like yeah. I was like, yes, yes, there you go. I see your light, your eyes being bright. I see you going, ooh. And not because, oh, look what Carlos said to me or what Daniel said to me. Oh, look what insight came up from for, for me through Absolutely. this conversation,
0: you know? That, and that's the power of a coach. You know, there's coaches and there's mentors. When you look at a mentor, mentor is someone that will kind of show you the way. But a coach is going to have those conversations where we pull that out. And and I, I get you're definitely not coming from a place of ego at all. This is your calling. And, yes. you know, we're yes. all living a, a pass through life for so long. So what are you going to do with it?
1: That's, that's right. And absolutely. And what I love about two things that you said earlier, one now calling, two is anxiety. We're talking about anxiety later. Here's the thing that I tell when I'm working with with clients one-on-one coaching, or yeah. when I'm speaking to a group and they go, Yeah, but you know what? I'm I'm anxious because you know, I don't know what my calling is. And I'm like, why does it have to be one? That's where the anxiety comes in. That's Daniel, it. you got a calling to be a husband. Yeah. You weren't a husband before. That was a calling. You answered that call. You answered a call to be a parent. That yes. was also a calling. Do you know what I'm saying? So we have to be more open to go, wait a minute, my calling isn't just one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's where the anxiety is coming from, that it has to be this, it has to look this way, it has to be this moment where like the, the sky opens up and this angel comes down, right? And there's rays of light and it goes, this is your calling. Yeah. And you're like, no, your calling will invite another calling. And that mm-hmm. calling will invite another calling, That's right? It. And so anxiety comes from a place of thinking that it has to be one. And if that was the case, you would have gone, I mean, in a past life, you were also a mortician, if I'm not mistaken, or right. Mm-hmm. So now imagine if you would have stayed right there and said, this is my calling, period, end of the story. We would well, miss, so we would miss the, the and I'm, again, I'm not saying this with Larry Pence, we would miss the thousands of people that have benefited from your work, from your insight, from your coaching, would have missed it, yeah, had you said, works. this is my calling.
0: I love that you say that. And I want to ask the listeners right now, you know, if you were to step into your greater self, if you were to answer the yes, if you were to live a yes life today without fear, who would benefit from that? Not mm. just who would benefit if you said yes to that calling versus staying in the shadows, because I don't believe any of us were called to stand in the shadows. I was created by light. You were created by light. Whatever the creator is, we all believe in is a light inside of us. And if we choose to dim that light or turn that light out, then for me, we're not living with purpose at all. Absolutely. Right? We're not even living.
1: Absolutely, because if, if, if I was meant to be living a life in the shadows, I'd have been born a bat.
0: <laughs> exactly. But the universe didn't
1: want that from my experience. Exactly. Right? God or life, again, whatever it comes with calling it, that's not the experience that I'm meant to have, mm-hmm. right? And again, and, and you know, it, it's, it's funny right to use that 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 analogy or that example of the bat. But listen, nature reminds us that everything has its place. Exactly. There's nocturnal animals. There's daytime animals, right? And everything has a purpose. My purpose is to live in my light. Is to live in my power. Is to connect with my what I call my greatest yet to be, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. My gosh, I'm sure the listeners right now are thinking <laughs> I needed this. I needed this 10 years ago. Where was this conversation? But the time was not then. It was now.
1: That's it. That's it. And 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 they're going, wow. And and I could hear them going, wow, this conversation needs to continue. I, I see a theory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know we could absolutely we could absolutely come back and do a part two. Yeah. Um, well,
1: it's just because, Daniel, you know, what's really interesting, you know, you you brought up a really amazing question earlier you know when you said why is it that so many of us mm-hmm. right have find ourselves on the other side of this world disruption right yes. with the climate of our of our cities our country our world with this pandemic and everything else that surfaced collectively and individually for all of us yes. why is it that we are still some of us choosing to stay stagnant to mm-hmm. not take the insight to not ask myself, why was I so uncomfortable being with myself in my own home? Why did that make me so uncomfortable, right? Why was it that when there was a mandate, whether, and I, again, this isn't about colors, meaning whether you're blue or you're red or you agree with the mandates or no. What I'm saying is all of us worldwide we're told stay home, things are shutting down, no more gyms, no more Pilates, no more this Zumba class and that thing. And then I got a book club that I got to run to. And then I got to go do this. And then I got to do that. Because the more things I did, the less time I spent with myself, Mm -hmm. right? And so rather than asking ourselves going, whoa, why did that push up against me so much? There's my work. There's my calling. There's the clue. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Nancy Drew on that clue and follow it and figure out what's next, like what's up. But no, instead what we're doing is the moment things are opening up, they're like, and I'm, oh, you know, I get people coming in for coaching they are going, oh my God, I mean, I was in Zoom class today, then I did a a Pilates, and then now we're back to the book club, the girls are meeting again, and now we're doing this, and I'm going, whoa. You're- What are
0: you running from?
1: There you go, what are you running from? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, we just need to start asking ourselves that question, what What am I running from?
0: Exactly. You know, if if you ask yourself, and I, I've joked about this a couple of times, but in 2019, how many of us, all of us, by the way, how many of us said, I need more time. Mm. I just wish I had time. I want to go to the gym. I want to teach my kid to ride a bike. I want to learn to cook. I want to do this. Whatever the things were, we all asked for more time in 2019. And guess what? <laughs> 2020. That's it. Time.
1: That's it. And, and we got it. And then what, what, what is so interesting about that, and I, again, I just love the timing of this and how you brought that up, because I, I tell people two things, right? We, we wonder why we live in such lack consciousness, yes. right? And I'm not just saying financially, right? I'm lacking emotion. I'm lacking love. I'm lacking relationship. Because what we don't realize is that when we entertain lack, mm-hmm. the universal life doesn't know, oh, they only mean lack in this scenario. But in everything else, they mean abundance. No, no, no. The universe life just goes, oh, got it. You're all about lack. Okay. More experiences for you to be more about that, right? Because that's That's just how it works. That's how powerful we are if we just were understanding, right? And I tell people, here's a quick little tip just to assist you in starting to break on a daily, the the, the consciousness of lack. One, we go to bed and we'll say, oh, I didn't have enough time today, Mm -hmm. right? We go to bed and say I didn't have enough time. We wake up in the morning and we say, I didn't get enough sleep. So we book in our days with consciousness of lack, Yes. right? I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough sleep. So now I start my day from a place of not enough. Mm-hmm. And I end my day from a place of not enough.
0: And, and the universe hears that.
1: And the universe sure. hears that and goes, got it. Not enough. I'll make a note.
0: Yeah. We'll make sure you have a little bit less. That's exactly right. And, and we could look at examples around with love, wealth, money, sickness, health, all of the things, the people that focus on whatever it is. I, I put up something the other week on Instagram. It was a quick clip and it said the words I am mm. are the most powerful words in the language because anything that you murmur behind I am becomes where you are.
1: That's it. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And so it's important. You know, it's really interesting. I, I started this a, a while back, this practice. Finally, just right before I go to sleep, I just finally, I close my eyes and i just say god you know i surrender this day to you mm-hmm. what i could have done what i should have done so that i release anything that in my head might still be going oh i didn't get that done i didn't call that part i surrender it all what i feel i should have what i feel i could have what i feel i didn't what i did and did well all of it i surrender to you and know that even this day as it was and as it was not it was in divine order
0: it's exactly right that's exactly right you know? Waking up and giving your best each day is the biggest thing, too. And we have to ask ourselves, did I give it what I could have given it? Or did I, yeah, or did I take away from the day? That's
1: that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. right. Yes. Yes. You know, I I tell people um, uh, at night, ask yourself uh, this. You know, um, the three C's of an enlightened human being is what I like to call it, right? One, did I contribute? Mm. right? Did I contribute to myself? And because it has to start with the I first, going back to standing in your power, that I contribute to myself, right? And then the other one is, did I congratulate, right? Did I congratulate myself? Did I, did, I, did I say, wow, Carlo, look at you, look what you did. And, or did I congratulate somebody else, right? If we're in this industry you know, that I walk by and go, whoa, Daniel, that's an amazing, beautiful balayage. God, I love that haircut. Did I do that today? Yes, right, I contributed, I congratulated, and did I celebrate, did I celebrate myself, right? Did I celebrate any achievement that I did? Well, look at me, today I stood up for myself. I spoke up for me, right? I spoke up for somebody else. Let me celebrate what that feels like, right? And so we're able to just ask those questions to ourselves and say, in what way did I contribute today?
0: It's your checklist.
1: You know, and then see how I can double that tomorrow, right? Maybe one other person that I'll contribute to.
0: That is so good. And when you contribute to other people, you and I both know who who wins. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We walk away even more fulfilled.
1: Yes, because it's the law, of, you know, there's a law of circulation, right? Giving and receiving is happening simultaneously.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: what you realize that it's in your giving, yes. right? you're receiving because you're giving the gift of giving. So now you're receiving a gift of, wow, that's what it feels like to give. So look at your receiving while you're giving, right? And while you're receiving, you're giving the other individual the opportunity to give.
0: So right. now you're
1: involved in a law that circulates, right? That That is just simultaneously happening.
0: So good, so yeah. good. So what would you say right now, as we wrap this up and come to a close, what would you say, to someone that is really struggling, they, they just may not be in the mindset or wherever they need to be and they need to learn to stand in power. What would your infinite words of wisdom, what would you say for them?
1: I would say this, even if while you're saying it, the chatter, your mind goes, sounds good, but I don't, I don't know, say it anyways. That which is limitless would not create anything that is limited. It is not its nature. And that is what created you and I and every single being on this planet. So just start with that. Just start with that. Just start with that conversation. Just start with you saying that which is limitless would not create anything that is limited it's not in its nature. And that includes me. And walk with that and see what happens.
0: That right there is so powerful. Carlo. Thank you so much for your time, for your energy, and I Thank know you. all the listeners are going to be so happy um, with this and to listen to your voice. You always bring so much energy to the room. I wish everybody could know you the way that I do so they could Thank understand you so that you are this way all the time.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate the fact that you know you uh, continue to find ways and how to serve people and how to serve not just one community, but all communities, you know that all people are invited to sit at the table of, 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 of Daniel Mason Jones. And, and, and you know, to me, it's like uh, that hashtag that I have, right? If I rise, you rise. And I believe you're that individual that you're like, if I rise, you rise, I'll help you rise.
0: You know? We so all are here to serve each other. It's very simple. And I, I feel like we all would find so much more peace in the world today if we understood that we were not here for ourselves, but for each other. So thank you again so much for your time Uh, for all of you that are joining us again for another episode of more than beauty. If you enjoy this podcast, please do us a favor, leave a comment, leave a review, subscribe and share this with as many people as you feel necessary or someone that needs to stand in their power. Let Carlos light shine into them today. And I thank you for your time as well. Uh, Until next time.
1: Bye everybody. Thank you so much, Daniel.